You're listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, December 1st, 2018. Upcoming events. The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. Struggling to find meaning, purpose, and satisfaction in life? The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar will equip you with tools for discerning your divinely ordained life purpose. The next seminar will begin in February 2019. To register for this seminar or to purchase a recording of this training, please visit strategieswork.com. The Strategic Life Alignment Alumni Event The 2019 alumni event will be held in the summer of 2019, and the topic will be Blocks to Running Your Race. Recordings of all seven alumni events are available at the Strategies at Work store at strategieswork.com. The Seminar, The Power of Being Strategic Learning a Biblical Approach to Strategic Living Personally and Organizationally This training was held on November 1, 2018. For excerpts from this training or to purchase a recording of this training, please visit strategieswork.com. These are challenging economic times. There is much fear in the world. Now more than ever, people need to understand the power of building their lives on Christ. Only faith in Christ can provide sustained victory over fear. If you need help learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. Please see the website Strategies Work for contact information. And now Dr. Chester brings us the message titled, Connecting to the Meta Narrative." Last month I discussed the struggle that most people have seen the divine meta-narrative. This month I want to challenge us not only to see the meta-narrative, but to connect our lives to the meta-narrative. Given the challenge of seeing the divine meta-narrative, it is easy to default to atheistic thinking and deny any overarching story of history. Atheists contend there are no biases. Everything is a result of randomness and disorder. Atheists believe that order came out of disorder without any divine guidance. Therefore, there is no transcendent meaning or purpose. People desiring to live a meaningful life must self-define their own purpose. When humans self-define their purpose, they default to self-glory, as was the case with the Tower of Babel. This project was executed by ordinary people whom God used to illustrate the bias in human nature toward narcissism in the heart of fallen mankind. Consider their attitude expressed in this conversation. Genesis 11 verse 4, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens, and let us make a name for ourselves. The Tower of Babel was an attempt to self-glorify apart from the divine meta-narrative. Sin, however, does not thwart the purpose of God. King Solomon noted this, No wisdom, no understanding, no counsel can avail against the Lord. God's meta-narrative will be executed. Everyone has a role to play. The most rewarding way to participate is to obey God by finding and fulfilling our roles in the meta-narrative. Consider the admonition from the writer of the book of Hebrews, out of Hebrews 12, verses 1 and 2. Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin that clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus the founder and perfecter of our faith. In the context of the meta-narrative, each person has a race to run. That is a divinely ordained individual purpose. 
It is our responsibility to discern and run our race, looking to Jesus as our source of wisdom, power, guidance, provision, and protection. No matter what one's role is in the great story of history, whether it's big or small, it is important. God made us specifically to fulfill the role and to live congruent with his great story. People must seek to run their lives and build their races in alignment with the will and ways of God. Life is about alignment. Success is measured by obedience and alignment with him. These are the rules of his universe. Since he created the universe, people don't have the right to change his rules. Attempts to change them are markers of antinomianism, that is lawlessness, and narcissism, that is self-centeredness, as displayed in the Tower of Babel project. So how does one see and connect one's life to the great story of history, the meta-narrative? Consider the story of a naval officer in World War II who operated the fire control computer for the 5-inch guns on the aircraft carrier Lexington stationed in the Pacific Theater. The 5-inch guns were anti-aircraft weapons. The greatest threat was suicide attacks by aircraft called kamikazes. Aircraft carriers were the preferred targets. Consequently, these, this naval officer spent hours at his battle station in a room deep in the ship with no porthole. His only connection to the outside world was a radar screen, radio, and a computer. Fighting kamikaze attacks was emotionally, mentally, and physically difficult. American soldiers valued life, but the Japanese did not. There was perhaps nothing more terrifying than fighting an enemy who doesn't value life. The soldiers on the Lexington valued their lives and therefore spent hours, hours at their battle stations waiting for action. Some have described their existence as hours of boredom interrupted by minutes of stark terror. The USS Lexington was a ship commissioned for service in the United States Navy. The U.S. Navy is a branch of the United States military. The genesis of the Pacific Theater of World War II was Japanese imperialism. The United States opposed Japan because the United States valued the sovereignty of nations. Given the Christian heritage of the United States, this view was most likely rooted in Scripture. For example, the Apostle Paul stated this about God in Acts 17, verses 26. He said, And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on the face of the earth, having predetermined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place. Either wittingly or unwittingly, the United States stood to defend the sovereignty of God in establishing nations. Japan did not have the right to change what God ordained. Therefore, Japan was in rebellion against God. The reason that Japan or any country engaged in imperialism was given in the Protevangelum, the first preaching of the gospel. This is why it happened, in other words. In Genesis 3.15, it says, I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. In the account of the fall of man, the first judgment was pronounced on the serpent, who represented Satan and the kingdom of darkness. This judgment was a prophetic picture of the great story of history, the meta-narrative, a war between the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman. And the seed of the woman was a reference to Christ and those aligned with him, and the seed of the serpent was a reference to Satan and those aligned with him. 
Dennis Peacock calls this the war between two seeds. The war is a prophetic picture of history and is largely the story recorded in Scripture, beginning in the third chapter of the first book of the Bible to the third chapter from the end of the Bible. This means that everything from the fall of man to the second advent of Christ is part of the big story of history, the meta-narrative. The meta-narrative is the overarching multi-generational story of history. It is the battle of right and wrong, the struggle between good and evil that engulfs life. In every context, that battle ebbs and flows. The battle happens in individuals, families, organizations, churches, and governments. In World War II, the United States played a role in resisting Japanese imperialism. The purpose of the U.S. Navy was to affect the directives of the United States government. The purpose of the crew of the USS Lexington was to fulfill the orders of the U.S. Navy. And the fire control computer operator on the USS Lexington played his role in the meta-narrative by operating the computer to accomplish the ship's mission. Purpose, meaning, and significance in life are found singularly and coherently in alignment with God's divine story of history. This isn't always easy to see, but it is our responsibility to seek to make the connection between our existence and the great story of history. Given that every person and organization exists to serve the purpose of God in his meta-narrative, learning to connect to the meta-narrative is then a key to understanding individual and organizational purpose. Learning to understand and align with the meta-narrative is challenging. My strategic life alignment seminar was developed to help individuals discern their respective roles in the great story of history. Furthermore, because most individuals fulfill their purpose in the context of organizations, the Beyond Babel model, which is the topic of my book, was developed to help leaders and managers build organizations in alignment with the will and ways of God. Individually and organizationally, alignment with God's will and ways is the key to a meaningful, purposeful life. In a universe created and governed by a sovereign, intentional, and strategic God, there can be no other wise way to live. May the Lord grant us grace to connect our lives to his great story of history, to the meta-narrative, so that we can live solely to please him. As for the naval officer mentioned he is my first spiritual father, my 96-year-old father-in-law, a man who modeled for me how to live aligned with the meta-narrative. He continues to guide me into alignment with the will and ways of God, both through his actions and his words. Thanks, Dad. Merry Christmas to all.